As we begin today's show, a quick note. While this may be my last episode as the host of the NAI Ball podcast, it does not mean I'm going away. You'll still hear me on certain episodes of the NAI Ball podcast when I feel like uh, direction is needed or, you know, I'll be a part of decision making and I'll be writing articles or I'll be helping with the Twitter every single day. This does not end for me and there is no stepping away from this in full capacity. A year ago, we had announced that I was stepping away from the podcast. That didn't mean I was leaving the company. It just means I wasn't doing the podcast. I've got a full-time job in television that uh, pays me so well to be able to give my family so much of what they want. And I want that to be my main focus. And it also allows us to have operating costs for this. This does not run on its own for free. But almost all of the work we do is for free. So, because of that, my focus needs to be there. As well, I've got uh, a family that I want to be able to watch Layla play games or swim or do whatever she wants. And I want to be available for those events in in the spring. I don't want to miss t-ball games or coach pitch or anything like that. But we will continue on with this podcast. And we're not going anywhere for a long, long time. So while you might not hear my voice every single week, I'll still be around. I'll still be running the Twitter. I'll still be reporting scores, new stats, and information as we've done as a brand with Cody Butler for the last seven years and as a podcast for the last six. I thank you for being on this journey, and we will talk more about a big thank you towards the end of the show. Until then, and to whoever who the next two people who host this podcast, Taylor Thomas, and whoever else that other person is, whether it be Connor or someone else, make your own intro. Make something that's recognizable on your own and make it yours and make it great. So while this may be the last time doing the intro, I hope you enjoy it. And we are live. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Bienvenidos, senores y senores. This is the NAI Ball Podcast. And I am your host, Robbie Gutierrez, at RobG1063 on Twitter. Absolutely thrilled to be here with you. Absolute joy, as it always is. Season 6, Episode 7 of the NAI Ball Podcast. This is our Final episode of the year, and it's been a year with a lot of ups and downs, twists and turns. It, you know, we did not have a regular uh, 16, 17 episode show season this year. We didn't have a regular year by any means necessary. A lot of y'all understand that. We've talked about it before. We'll go over it more in detail, but there is a lot to go over, and we have so many players to highlight and so many players to honor. Here, So exactly what is in this show? Well, that's a great question. We are going to go over how the national championship was won. We're going to take a quick peek back on how Westmont has won its national championship and how they celebrated that one. And then on top of that, we're going to talk all NAI ball, second team, all NAI ball, first team. And then we are going to go over all of our awards, which include assistant coach of the year, freshman of the year, uh, coach of the year reliever of the year, pitcher of the year, and of course the Lou Brock Award 
uh, which is handed out in conjunction with the Lubrock Foundation and the Lubrock family. A huge thank you to them in all of this process. Before I get going into that, I, I do think that um, I want to say overall there's about uh, ooh, 10 to 12 different names than what the league put out in its All-American effort. Um, I, I, we, we're definitely going to have some surprises. There are guys going to be left off. There are guys going to be, you know, uh, tough, you know, that, that was tough to leave them off. But we, we had to make really, really tough calls in the end. Um, we switched our teams around as well. We do not have the regular team. We don't, we don't match what the league does. Uh, we don't have teams like that. We don't do that whatsoever. Realistically, because we're our own publication, and, and I told this, and I remember Cody telling me this, we can do what we want. And that's what we did this year. So our team might look a little bit different from a conventional All-American team or you know anything like that. But this is all in AI ball. This is totally different. This is who uh, we believe had the best years. And, and I mean, when I talk about doing this, when I say people get upset about these things, they do. They do. I've had a coach in Alabama that's, that's written obscenities in my, in my Twitter before about it. Uh, you know, and, and so there's people that get upset. I've had parents who do that only one time with a coach, but I've had parents who do that on a regular basis. It's, you know, we, we have Twitter trolls and things like that. And, uh, it's, it's going to be, Interesting. And, and at the end of the day, I don't care about any of that. What's tough is to, you know, it's it's a kid that, that you don't want to, you know, you, you got to tell him, hey, we didn't think you were in this. Sorry. It's just our, our opinion. At the end of the day, you know, uh, we know all of the new stats, score stats, information, everything that's going on at this league and at this level better than, than really everyone uh, we have so much information at the at our hands that is just bountiful and plentiful, and it's becoming more and more. But it is still so extremely hard to put these teams together, and so there's a lot of hours that goes into this. And I think that that I want to give a lot of thanks to Taylor and, and Connor who helped me out with doing these and came up with their own teams. So we're gonna go over uh, players who were consensus picks as well amongst all three of us. I'm not gonna get into oh, this guy wasn't this for that reason, or, or he didn't pick him, or anything like that. We're not even going to talk about that. We're just going to say, yes, this was a consensus pick. No, this wasn't. But I want to get into it because transparency is key, and being able to be upfront with you is key. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at how the national championship was won. Congratulations to our national champion, the Warriors of Westmont out of Santa Barbara, California, win the national title. It was a back-and-forth game. It was actually a really great national championship winner-take-all matchup with Lewis Clark State. But at the end, it came down to the bottom of the eighth inning. And in the bottom of the eighth inning, here's how we went. Soper actually grounded out to second. Uh, so that was a 4-3 put out. Then Haw reached on a throwing air by second base. Rank would then ground out to first base unassisted. So there are two outs at this point. They switch pitchers. Greg Blackman comes into the game. DeSager's intentionally walked. I cannot blame them for that. Uh, then we have a pinch runner for DeSager. Then there's going to be a double steal. McFeely is walked. And then O'Neill, with the bases loaded, takes a walk. The absolute stones to not want to swing, you know, to not have the patience to not swing the bat in that, in that attempt, uh, in that at-bat. Absolutely incredible. And that's, that's what happens. O'Neal 
walks in a run, and then we go to the ninth inning, and in that ninth inning, uh, you know, it, it was pretty interesting because there was no nothing really crazy that that happened. I mean, they did get a runner on. Signorelli struck out. Desa walked. Uh, Marquez flied out, and then Rivera flied out to right, and that was it. That was it. The game was over. Westmont dogpile. Tyler Latore wins the national championship in his first year as head coach. Athletic director Rob Ruiz probably wanted to jump on the field and, and run around, you know, and, and just I can't even tell you how happy Rob was, I'm sure. Just absolutely incredible for those guys. Westmont, I've told you this on Twitter. Westmont, in my opinion, played the best tournament. They played the best tournament at the World Series, and rightly so, because they played the best tournament at the World Series, they won. And realistically, if you look at their last three tournaments, them in tournament play, they played better in tournament play, and offensively were better in tournament play than the regular season. They're they're not going to have a guy out there offensively that's got like these giant, just absolute monster numbers that are going to be like, wow. You know, this guy's putting the team on his back. No, it was a full-force effort from Westmont, and it, it got better as tournament play went on where they kept putting pressure on teams, and they kept getting on, and they kept stealing bags, and they kept, you know, making things happen and, and just left, right, left, right. They could not be stopped in tournament play. And Westmont, rightly so, in Lewiston, played the best tournament, and they're the national champion, and it was absolutely fantastic to see. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed watching the matchups and seeing how that all uh, broke down. It was a great tournament. I had the flu in the middle of the World Series, uh, so that was tough to deal with, but, you know, we got through it, and Westmont wins the national championship. They will depart the league next year and make a transition to Division Two. What a way to go out. So next year, no matter what, we will have a new national champion. I want to say that makes... Uh, hmm, we have not had a a repeat national champion since LC in 1617. So, you know, we're, we're going on quite a few years since we've had a repeat national champion in those years. We'll move on to our all NAI ball teams. And we're going to start with the all NAI ball second team. And we are not going to talk about consensus or anything like that for the second team. If you're on the second team, you're on the second team. This is who we had on our all NAI ball Second team, we've got four pitchers. Those four pitchers include from Clark University, Johnny Blake. From LSU Shreveport, Bobby Vath. From Central Methodist University, Alan West. From Westmont, the national champion, Brian Peck. And our relief pitcher for this group of pitchers from Mount Vernon Nazarene, third all-time in saves in league history, it's Cruz McFadden. We have one catcher position for this team. This was a tough one to decide who was the one catcher on second team and the one catcher on the first team. We only went with one catcher. Again, we're not doing things. This, don't tell me that uh, they've, well, they've got two catchers. Totally different in thinking. Totally different enterprise, my friend. It is so different. It's not even funny. The catcher for the second team is Charlie Muniz from Cumberland's Kentucky. The first baseman is Drew Fleming from Concordia, Ann Arbor. The second baseman is Langston Ginder from Huntington. The third baseman is Bryson Lofton from Bryan. The shortstop is Jarrett Gable from Kansas Wesleyan. The utility player is Lucas Gooden from Indiana Wesleyan. 
Outfielder, the first outfielder is John Ponder at Georgia Gwinnett. The second outfielder is Eric Maffey from St. Francis, Illinois. The third outfielder is Joey Grabanski from Concordia, Nebraska. Our fourth outfielder is Caden Nicoletto from Columbia. And our fifth outfielder is Anthony Sharkus from Madonna. The designated hitter for the All-NAI Ball second team is Angel Mendoza from Union. Gentlemen, first and foremost, congratulations on being part of an exclusive club called All-NAI Ball that comes with certain perks that you will find out soon enough here. But more than anything, uh, the reason why we went with five outfielders, I just want to give you all that transparency here, is because outfield is stacked. First base, stacked. Third base, stacked. Outfield this year, monster. Both of our finalists for the award of uh, Lou Brock, the Lou Brock Award, given to the best player, you know, most valuable player nationally, are outfielders. So we definitely wanted to highlight outfielders in a certain way, and and I feel like we did that. So that's our team. Those are the 17 players uh, that are going to be all in the eyeball second team. And so with that, we will move on to all in the eyeball first team. We will once again start with the pitching staff. Four starting pitchers and a reliever. And leading us off with 103.1 innings pitched is Eli Davis from Oklahoma City University. Our second pitcher on the all in AI, first team all in AI ball is Tyler Bryant out of Ottawa. We now have Darian Smith from Southeastern University and Michael Watson from Southwest Assemblies of God. And our relief pitcher is Reese Wissinger from Southeastern. Now, on the first team, we do have consensus picks and we do have uh, non-consensus picks. Eli Davis is a yes as a consensus pick. Everybody in our group picked Eli Davis. Tyler Bryant is a consensus pick. Darian Smith is a consensus pick. And Reese Wisinger is a consensus pick. We did have some debate on who goes in first team, second team with Michael Watson. He ends up on the first team. So congratulations to this group on making all NAI ball first team. And again, just an incredible year for all of these pitchers. At catcher. Again, this was one that we went back and forth and back and forth on. It was not a consensus pick, but we did end up with Antonio Fernandez from McPherson, who just had a mind-blowing season, you know, absolutely fantastic year uh, as our first team all-NAI ball catcher. At first base is Max Harper from Cumberland's Kentucky. He was a consensus selection. George Gomez from Southwest Christian in Oklahoma is our second baseman, Dario Paredes from Southwest Christian in Oklahoma, is our third baseman. Isaac Nunez from Southeastern University is a consensus selection and the shortstop. At utility, Ivanuel Hernandez from Fisher is a consensus selection at utility. In the outfield, A.J. Sipkowski from Georgia Gwinnett is a consensus first-teamer. Cole Turney in the outfield from Cumberland, Tennessee is a consensus first-teamer. R.J. Stinson who should have never been on the second team for the league, is a consensus first-teamer from William Carey. Ryan Major from LSU Shreveport is a consensus first-teamer. Grayson Barrett from Texas Wesleyan is a consensus first-teamer. And then the designated hitter is Gary Laura from Southeastern. So again, of this, most of these guys were consensus. All of these guys, no matter what that we said in this, were either going to be first-team or second-team. We were just trying to figure out where they go. 
you know, and, and that's part of the reason why Connor and Taylor and I have these conversations. I mean, we were on the phone for well over an hour talking about where everybody went. So the first team, again, from Oklahoma City University is Eli Davis. From Ottawa is Tyler Bryant from Southeastern, Darian Smith. Michael Watson from Southwest Assemblies of God in Waxahachie, Texas. Reese Wisinger from Southeast University, Southeastern University in Lakeland. Antonio Fernandez from McPherson. Max Harper from Cumberland's, Kentucky. George Gomez and Dario Paredes, both from Southwest Christian University in Oklahoma. Isaac Nunez from Southeastern. Ivanuel Hernandez from Fisher. A.J. Sipkowski from Georgia Gwinnett. Cole Turney from Cumberland, Tennessee. R.J. Stinson from William Carey. Ryan Major from LSU Shreveport, Grayson Barrett from Texas Wesleyan, and Gary Laura from Southeastern round out our first team All-NAI Ball selections. Looking over our second team once more, it's Johnny Blake from Clark, Bobby Vath from LSU Shreveport, Alan Weck from Se- Alan West. <laughs> I've said his name enough over the last four or five years that I should know that one. Alan West from Central Methodist. I'm going to leave that in there in editing. Brian Peck from Westmont, Cruz McFadden from Mount Vernon, Nazarene, Charlie Muniz from Cumberland's Kentucky, Drew Fleming from Concordia, Ann Arbor, Langston Ginder from Huntington, Bryson Lofton from Bryan, Jared Gable from Kansas Wesleyan, Lucas Gooden from Indiana Wesleyan, John Ponder from Georgia Gwinnett, Eric Maffey from St. Francis, Illinois, Joey Grabanski from Concordia, Nebraska, Caden Nicoletto from Columbia, Anthony Sharkas from Madonna, and Angel Mendoza from Union round out our selections for all NAI ball. We continue on and we will start with awards. And our first award is going to be Assistant of the Year. And this is a award I really started because I think that I think that it's important to highlight the assistants. Uh, having been one myself, it is something that uh, that's that's it's difficult. It's difficult. The pay's not great. There's usually no benefits. You don't know how you're going to make ends meet. You don't know how you're going to live, but yet you find a way to do it. And I wanted to highlight both of these guys in this. And I decided, even though we had so many great selections really to me what makes an assistant of the year is not just winning or recruiting or anything like that what makes a great assistant is somebody who steps up in the moments that they're needed and um you know the first guy I want to talk about and the first winner of our assistant of the year award this year is Josh Oler from Ottawa and I hope I'm getting that right even if it's Oller I'm sorry Josh Oller who you know Stepped up in a big way when Ottawa head coach Jonathan Freemeyer tore his Achilles. He had to have multiple surgeries to fix it. He was unable to walk the whole season. He pretty much just sat in the dugout, wasn't able to move. Uh, he missed multiple games in the whole conference tournament due to an infection. And, you know, just <laughs> just not able to, to do all that. Uh, you know, Josh carried the majority of, of the year running practice and running day-to-day operations. And, you know, uh, he just did a heck of a job. And when you hear about an assistant that's that's uh, able to step up like that and take control of the team, you know, as, as an assistant, he had to deal with a lot of injuries from that team as well where they lost three arms, a catcher, you know, multiple infielders, a couple outfielders, and they still won 36 games in the year. You know, it was 
something that that um, Josh stepped up big time, and and so congratulations, Josh. You are our co-assistant of the year. Our other co-assistant of the year comes from the Chicago Land, and of course, I'm getting ready to talk about Coach of the Year, and uh, one of the best coaches at this level, Adrian Dinkle, has shot me a text. But we'll get to that in a moment. But I wanted to talk about our uh, our other assistant of the year there as I'm reading Adrian's text. But I wanted to talk about our other assistant of the year. And this one comes from Jeff Mulliken at Olivet Nazarene. And he nominated his assistant coach, John Shiver. And this was his text to me. That Shiver has been with him, and I'm just going to paraphrase this, for the last three years, and he's, his job is vital. In June of 2021, uh, Mulliken and his wife lost their son at 26 weeks. In August of this year, after trying again, they had their son in April. So, there were multiple games missed, practices missed, and he was pretty distant from the team with everything going on. He had to take uh, some time away as well to deal with his father-in-law who was going through cancer. John never complained, never did things how he thought, did them the way that Jeff wanted. He did all of the recruiting, took on all the majority of the coaching all season, and he could not have done last season without him. Probably would have had to step away for the season if he wasn't on staff. And there are examples of this in so many ways where guys like Josh and John step up and, and help their coaching staff and help their team. And I wanted to highlight these guys. So Josh and Jonathan Shiver, uh, you know, congratulations on being the NAI ball 2023 assistant coaches of the year. We move on to our next award, which is freshman of the year. And ladies and gentlemen, we had so many great suggestions and uh really just so many great nominations our freshman of the year comes from southwest christian university it is dario paredes who hit 433 with 88 hits 53 runs 12 doubles 21 home runs and 95 rbis when we put the whole stat line together it makes sense dario paredes is the nai ball 2023 Freshman of the year from Southwest Christian University in Oklahoma. Congratulations to Dario Paredes. We move on to Coach of the Year. We released that actually today when we are recording this podcast. We released the nominations and the finalists today. And it's always so hard to uh, nail this down and narrow this down. It's like, okay, well, do you give it to the guy who won the national championship? Do you give it to the guy who won the most games? Do you give it to the guy who's done the best over the longest time? Do you do, you know, how do you go about this? And really, the way we came up with the finalists was pretty easy, in my opinion. Rich Benjamin had an incredible final season as he steps away to move into an athletic director role at a high school in Indiana. Rich Benjamin had an absolutely incredible year. Incredible year. And what his team was able to do as a four seed was absolutely special. And I'm glad he got to go on the ride, and he makes an obvious selection for a finalist. Kyle Gold from Taylor has, you know, they've had so much talent over the years at Taylor. 
They've hosted multiple times. They were able to break through and break in this year and win games at the World Series. Both of these teams winning multiple games at the World Series. So Kyle Gold, to me, was an absolute no-brainer for NAI Ball Coach of the Year. Tyler Latore, what he was able to do in his first season at Westmont and win a national title, absolutely special, in my opinion, in what he was able to do there. It was not an easy selection, but at the end of the day, we as a team here voted for the 2023 NAI Ball Coach of the Year, Tyler Latore from Westmont on winning the national championship in his first season. Congratulations to both Rich and Kyle on absolutely outstanding years, and uh, congratulations to Tyler. Just absolutely incredible job to go out there for your, your first time as the coach in Lewiston. You've got the reins. You know, Rob Ruiz did it for years and years and years. He saved the program, turned the program around, really made something special there. And you have to take this over now. You have to fill big shoes and you win a national championship. Absolutely special. And Tyler Latore is our 2023 NAI Ball Coach of the Year. We had four players for Reliever of the Year that we took a look at really hard. Garrett Hill from IUS, Gabe Arteaga from Westmont, Cruz McFadden from Mount Vernon Nazarene. But our first teamer is the Relief Pitcher of the Year. Congratulations to our 2023 NAI Ball Relief Pitcher of the Year in Reese Wissinger from Southeastern University, who is 5-0 with only one game started. Okay, one game started. That was at the World Series. He made 25 appearances, six saves, 41 and two-thirds innings, 17 hits, four earned runs, 10 walks, 81 strikeouts, an ERA of .86, and a K per nine of 17 and a half. He is the reliever of the year. Next, we move on to our NAI Ball 2023 Pitcher of the Year. Here are the finalists in no order. From Ottawa, Tyler Bryant. From Clark, Johnny Blake. From Oklahoma City, Eli Davis. From Southeastern University, Darian Smith. And from Southwest Assemblies of God, Michael Watson. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2023 NAI Ball Pitcher of the Year is Eli Davis from Oklahoma City University. Eli went 12-2 this year. He had 17 appearances, started in 16 games. He was the heart and soul of that pitching staff for Oklahoma City in what was an extreme year for them. I cannot imagine... I keep saying I cannot imagine what that was like. From a baseball standpoint, I cannot imagine what that was like. From a standpoint of being Keith Lytle, I, I get it. Where You're so used to working with somebody and that person's now gone and you're you're just here. I get it. Um, and he's such a good guy too. You know, I, I absolutely think the world of Keith. But what a year for Oklahoma City. I mean, the way they started and the way they ended, totally different. They were on fire at the end of the year. Six complete games for Eli Davis, one save, 103.1 innings pitch, 74 hits, 21 runs, 32 walks to 137 strikeouts. He had a K per nine of 11.93, an ERA of 1.83, a whip of 1.03, and a FIP 
of 3.39, easily the lowest uh, fielding independent pitching amongst all of our finalists by several points. It made total sense. You know, uh, it's a no-brainer in my opinion. It was a no-brainer that, that Eli Davis won this award. So congratulations, Eli, our NAI Ball 2023 Pitcher of the Year. And that brings us to the big one. The 2023 Lou Brock Award, which is handed out in conjunction with the Lou Brock family and the Lou Brock Foundation. Our finalists in no order are Cole Turney from Cumberland, Tennessee, and A.J. Sipkowski from Georgia Gwinnett. Folks, when you dig into their numbers, their batting average, yes, Cole Turney leads Sipkowski by 100 points. I, I cannot stress to you enough, we have not seen a season like Cole Turney I want to say in a while, but cross-factor hit, <laughs> you know, had an incredible year last year, hit over 500 and, and had a lot of the same things done. And that was a guy who was special at multiple levels. Cole Turney, special. And you look at him and his numbers and you dig into his OPS and you dig into his ISO and, and just everything. And he was absolutely incredible. A.J. Sipkowski, the second player in college baseball history. We wrote, a, we wrote an article. Baseball America had us write an article about his season. The second player in college baseball history to have a 30-30 season. First player in league history. Just absolutely special. This is no easy, no easy way to narrow this down. It was very hard. Very hard. But at the end of the day, we had to pick one winner for the Lou Brock Award. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2023 Lou Brock Award, which is presented by NAI Ball and the Lou Brock Foundation, is awarded to Georgia Gwinnett outfielder A.J. Sipkowski. Congratulations, A.J., on winning the 2023 Lou Brock Award, the most prestigious award handed out to the best player in the nation after a season, named after one of the best players to ever play at this league's level, Lou Brock. AJ had an absolutely incredible year. If you don't know what his numbers were, he hit 421 with 90 hits, 95 runs, 17 doubles, 5 triples, 33 home runs in which he led the nation in, 102 RBIs, a 521 OBP, a slugging percentage over 1,000, 216 total bases, 36 stolen bases, an OPS of 1.53, an ISO of .588, and a runs created plus of 106. Absolutely congratulations to AJ and just congratulations to Cole Turney as well in what an absolutely incredible year. I don't know if both of these guys, I know AJ is eligible to come back. I don't know what Cole's plans are. But if he does come back, I mean, that's just such a great bat to watch. And, and you know, a, a special talent overall. Congratulations to both of you on special seasons. But more, more than anything, congratulations, you know, on just having absolutely special years, both of you. And congratulations, AJ, on winning the Lou Brock Award. So we managed to wrap all of that up in under 30 minutes. And now comes my part. And maybe you're not interested in that part, but if you're not, that's okay. This is my final episode as the host of the NAI Ball podcast. 
And the reason that that is, is for a multitude of things, and we're going to go through them right now. For one, I'm not okay doing this without Cody. That's hard for me. I don't want to take on a new co-host. I don't want to do this forever by myself because it's hard by myself talking to myself. I want to do this with Cody. And I can't. I can't. And if I can't, then I'm I'm not the right host for the show anymore. We spent years building up chemistry that made us some of the best friends I've ever had. If I'm not able to have that, then I, I definitely do not believe that I'm the best host. I'm not the best host for the, for the, for the podcast anymore. Uh, about a year ago, almost a year ago, maybe a little under a year, we had announced that I was going to step away from the podcast. The whole reason for that being is I have accepted a promotion at work. Um, I work in television. I'm now a manager at that television station. And um, it was life-changing opportunity for me and my family, and I could not turn that down. That takes up a lot of my time, a lot of my time. And so I cannot dedicate the hours that it takes to the podcast and to the Twitter and to the, to the, game and to the games and watching games and knowing who guys are and all that. I can't dedicate all of the time anymore that this podcast deserves and this listening audience deserves a regular show. Taylor Thomas was Cody's pick to replace me. He's the one that Cody handpicked to replace me. And because of that, I agree with Cody's assessment. And Taylor Thomas will be the new host of the NAI Ball podcast. So what my hope is for you as an audience and Taylor as a host who will listen to this, I know he will, is this. Create your own legacy, Taylor. Create your own legacy. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be Cody. You don't have to be any of that. Just be you. And you're going to do a great job. Just be you. You're good at this. I know you're going to be great and take us into a whole new future as we look and strive to get younger because at some point we were going to have to get younger. So to the audience, I hope you accept him with open arms. My goal is for anybody who joins the company to meet Cody's parents on a phone call or a FaceTime and to talk with them and to get to know them. And I'm so excited to do that with Taylor and with others that, that could possibly join our, our family. And while I'm not going to be doing the podcast anymore, I'm not going away. You heard me at the beginning. I'm not going anywhere. You cannot get rid of me. Some coaches might want that, believe it or not. There's plenty that do want that. From Iowa to other places, they want me to go away. But I'm here. I found a new passion for this level in my writing. I love writing the Substack, And that's a great way if you ever want to financially support us. It's a great way to help us. You can make a pledge or a donation monthly there. And even though we will never put any of our work within the next year behind a paywall, which we might after that. 
part of what we've always envisioned. Cody and I was a website, and this is the closest thing we have to it. And you better believe we are working towards a website. Because it's something Cody always wanted. It's something I always wanted. I do not feel right hosting this show without him. doesn't feel right to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'd rather do it with him. And since I can't host the show with him, I'm not the right host for the podcast. So there's a couple of people I want to talk to directly on this. To Mickey and Melissa Butler. First and foremost, the way that I have grown with your family and felt part of the family is absolutely incredible. I am so thankful to both of you for your calls, for your texts, for keeping up with me at every step of the way, for caring about my family the way that your son did. He cared about my family. He loved seeing video of Layla uh, taking at bats and, and, you know, things like that. And it's this... There's a hole for all of us. And for y'all, I mean, it's much larger than me, but for all of us, there's a hole. And that's that's something that that void won't, won't be filled. And every time I do this, there's a hole for me. And so if I can't get over that hole, then I'm not the right host for the show. And unless my co-host is the one and only Cody Butler, the foremost authority on NAI baseball, who there will never be another, then I'm not the right host for the show. Thank you, Mickey and Melissa, for making me feel part of the family each and every day. To my family, my parents, Bob and Kelly Gutierrez, who have supported me every step of the way. And to the men in my life who have done more for me throughout the ages, I thank you. Starting at Papa Juan to great-granddad Leonelo Gonzalez, who was a trailblazer of a Mexican-American, to Tio Romeo, Uncle Ray, my grandfathers, Kiki Trevino and the Honorable State Representative Roberto Gutierrez Sr., my father, Roberto Gutierrez Jr., my uncle, Kiki Trevino Jr., you know, whether it be baseball or life or anything like that, just absolutely showed me the way and how to be a man and how to overcome adversity. And I had such strong female presence as well with my mother, Kelly. My grandmother, Cecilia, uh, my tia Iris, you know, uh, there's a reason why my sisters are named after them. And all the women in my family bear those names because they're strong women. And it's, it's incredible what y'all have done for me over the years and allowed me to run all over the country and have never told me we, we can't. You've, you've let me make those decisions on my own. You know, I'll never forget, I think about that first year of college and how much it costs you. And I hope I was able to work hard enough to make that a little bit easier the next year because I know none of us went to public school in college. Uh, my sisters and um, just thank y'all, of course, for everything you do. 
and uh, Travis, who's who's joining our family this year. You know, you may be from California, but we're thrilled to have you. And, uh, you know, just I, I can't thank my family enough. To Jackie and Layla, who complete me, who make me feel things I've never felt before. I love both of you. And uh, I look forward to spending time during the spring knowing that we can spend more time together. I, I'm looking forward to that and doing whatever Layla wants to do. If she wants to play the game, great. If she doesn't, oh, it's okay. She can play whatever she wants. And she's going to be great at it. I uh, thank both of you for loving me unconditionally and helping me every step of the way and supporting me every step of the way. Because it's easy for me to tell you that I'm a podcast host and you to think, what the heck is he going to, is he talking about? And that I'm, I'm, you know, revered all over Kansas and Indiana <laughs> and, um, hated in Iowa <laughs> and, and the Idaho and things like that. Uh, but not certain parts of Iowa, just, just some. But, yeah, I can't thank y'all enough for for thinking that this is cool. Cody, Jacqueline, you know this. Cody thought you were the the much better videographer than I was. I couldn't even hold the phone in the right direction or the right way. And I think the one time you went to a game with me, we were at Our Lady of the Lake, and you got like a home run and a couple of big key plays on there, and you had it right, and it was steady. It wasn't shaking and all that. Cody was like, dude, just have her do the video the rest of the time. He was like, you need to keep her around. And so there we are. So thank you, Jackie and Layla. I cannot forget all of my aunts and uncles who I haven't mentioned. My grandmother, Irma Trevino, who um, I call uh, every day. <laughs> you know, I've got two grandparents here that, that I, I call every day. And, and they have such a love for the game of baseball. And um, Mima, I mean, just absolutely been fantastic on this ride with me and listening to the show and caring about the show. Uh, thank you to my coaches, Robert Garza at Texas Wesleyan, who was the assistant coach at Northwood university coach G man. I appreciate you. You, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting up there as y'all continue to make improvements and Texas Wesleyan continues to do really great things, uh, which is really hard for me to say, but I want you to continue to do great things because I just, you know, I'm a Northwood man through and through, G. You know that. Uh, to Jeremy Kennedy, the head coach at Loyola, who was my head coach, you know, Kay, I, I appreciate you more than you know. And you know that. And, uh, you know, I, I thank each and every one of y'all and this, all my teammates over the years for everything they've done for me, from the biggest things to the smallest things I could be here for hours naming off each and every one of you, but I love you all. And I would do absolutely anything for anybody that shared a Northwood university Jersey with me. And, uh, that goes along with so many of the players who I got to be with at, at Kaiser as well. I would do anything for y'all. That's, that's my program. That's my school. And we got to support each other. Cause we're all we got really, there are so many people that I want to thank, but more than anything, I want to thank you, the listener. I want to thank you, the listener, because this didn't start to make money. This started because Cody Butler loved baseball at this level. 
he loved George Gornett baseball. And then this grew. And we started the podcast. We got together. We started talking. Brainstormed ideas. Podcast started. And this grew. And none of this started because we thought this is going to make instant money. We have not made money doing this. So much of this is for free on our own time. We have other jobs. We have other things to do. Yet we stop and make time for this. And the reason that we do this is for the player. And we're not popular in all circles. Lord knows our opinions aren't always right. But we did this for you. For the fan that doesn't have an outlet, that doesn't feel like they have enough going on or they want to know about who's coming up or who's good around the nation. For the alumnus that we hope you stay part of the family forever. And for the player who just needs that little bit of shine. You deserve it. I've been at this level when you don't have anything. It's tough. You deserve that that opportunity to get some fame and have that chance to go viral and have that chance to heard your name hear your name on a podcast or have some dude type it out. You deserve that. You deserve that. Be on a graphic, I mean, player of the week, anything like that. You deserve that. And that's why this was started because you deserve that. I have loved every moment of this and I will continue to love every moment of this, but the podcast needs a new host, somebody who's right for it. Taylor Thomas will take you in that direction. Now I'll still be here. You can still mainly catch me at games, mainly in San Antonio and Victoria because they're the closest to me, but I'll still be at ball games. I'll still be riding and I'll still be around. I mean, I am the proprietor of this enterprise. So I'll be here along every step of the way. As the last week of January starts, you might not hear my voice, but you'll read my article. You'll see my tweets and you'll see us report scores. I'm not going anywhere. I am so thankful to each and every one of you who have made lifelong connections with me. I am so thankful to Cody for bringing me in and allowing me to do this. And I am so thankful for my family who has given me every ounce of support possible. My coaches, my family, my friends, everyone in life. The one thing I wish is I wish I could celebrate this moment with Cody. I don't understand why everything happens the way it does. And a lot of times the good Lord doesn't need us to understand it. We're not meant to understand everything the Lord does for one reason or another. But as a devout Catholic, I'm steadfast in my faith and I'm firm in knowing that in the next life, we'll argue about if Alabama still would have won in 2009 had Colt McCoy not been hurt. (laughs) We'll talk about that, believe it or not. But until then, we carry on. We roll on. We roll on. Continuing to make NAI Ball the biggest and best thing possible. So to you listening to this, continue on with us as part of our family. Continuing to bring this level coverage it does not get and that it deserves. We thank you. I thank you all for everything that you have done for us in helping us grow over the last six years 
in my time as the host of the podcast. It has been absolutely special. We started from nothing. We started at one. It was a terrible episode. (laughs) Cody would have told you. And here we are, six years later. I can't wait to see what it's been in another six years. And we'll look back on this moment in this blip in history of me leaving as host and think, well, it's probably the best thing to ever happen. There's so much better now. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. This has um, been the ride of a lifetime getting to be this host. But without Cody, it's not the same for me. So that'll do it for us. Congratulations to all of our award winners. And thank you for joining me on this ride. We will be back next year. Back on track. Weekly episodes. Taylor Thomas will be the host of the show. And we will have more exciting news, stories, and information throughout the summer. Keep your eye on that. Because we are going to continue to grow. And we are going to continue to carry the legacy of NAI Ball and Cody Butler forward. So... Until next time, for the foremost authority on NAI baseball, Mr. Cody Butler, my friend and brother who will forever be our light here. For myself, Robbie Gutierrez, at RobG1063 on Twitter, the host of the NAI Ball podcast, we hope you have a great day and an even better tomorrow. <laughs>